0: Or you can call in toll free. It's 866-536-7469. I have to admit that um, for the past few days, I have been uh, staying up really late, doing a lot of studying, doing a lot of reading. And, uh, and then when I wake up, I do the same thing. I wake up every day. And the reason why is because I've just been noticing that the news is finding itself in repeat. And it's kind of a repeat or repetition of nightmare. And every story seems to run into the other. And uh, it's it's fear porn, literally. And, you know, and, and I try to find different ways to analyze and report these things. And some of these things I've already reported. Some of these things that are happening now in the world, I said, this is going to happen and it's building itself and building itself and building itself. So I tried to find something that uh, would describe what we're in the middle of right now, this nightmare we're in the middle of. And I found Norman Brown. He, was, uh, he died in 2002. He was a, a scholar, a writer, a social philosopher. And he described nightmares. He described this nightmare or, or, or the nightmare that well describes our stage in our dreams, the dream we're living now, the dream that was supposed to be the American dream and somehow it got lost somewhere. And now we're in the middle of this dark dream sequence where we worry about World War III, we worry about nuclear holocaust, we worry about a number of things. We worry about starving to death. I mean, there's so many things going on right now in people's minds, living paycheck to paycheck, some losing their jobs, some losing their livelihood. But Norman Brown... Set the stage when he said this. He said, Ancestral voices prophesying war, ancestral spirits in the dance, macabre or war dance, Bahala, ghostly warriors who kill each other and are reborn to fight again. All warfare is ghostly. Every man, an Exercitus ferales, means army of ghosts. Every soldier, a living corpse. Lying, lying is a leading cause of living death. And it's the leading cause of death in the United States. One of the biggest casualties of war is the truth. Lying to ourselves about the war will bring us lasting trauma and terror. And it will be planted and it will mutate in our unconscious mind. Like me, I'm sure you don't want your nightmares to become reality. I really don't think people realize how their mind filters in the good and the bad. It makes a note of everything you experience, every sensory experience, everything you see, everything that you don't even think about. Your brain is registering it. Whatever you've witnessed, whether it be real or fake, the brain doesn't have a way of, I mean, consciously you have a way of differentiating what is real and fake, but everything that goes into you, everything that you see, everything that filters through the mind The mind itself does not have a way to differentiate. The unconscious mind has no way of differentiating. That's why dreams are so random. That's why nightmares are so random. Like I say, I don't think you want your nightmares to come true. But everything your mind does, your unconscious mind, everything it does, it accumulates. And things in the mind mutate. And sometimes if you dream or think about something, it it comes to pass, back to the idea of tulpas. I I really don't think a lot of people think about how the mind filters this type of material. And that there was a study that was, uh, well, found that trauma is handed down from generation to generation. Every time, every time in every epoch, we've edged closer to the end of the world. Every generation has these experiences in their dreams. Every single one of them think about non-existence sometimes. That's why nightmares happen. That's why night terrors happen. And it only becomes darker the further you go down the rabbit hole. There's a lot of uh, truth to some of the things we've read about when we were kids, like Alice in Wonderland. And um, the Lunar New Year is another thing. It was celebrated three days ago. It was the year of the rabbit. And now it's the year of the rabbit. We were saying that, you know, 2023 would be the year of the rabbit, but they just celebrated it, 22nd, 23rd, uh, the lunar year, the Lunar New Year. Um, It's weird because (laughs) one of the things that was sent to me, and I didn't even know this existed, is a video of David Lynch's uh, film. It's a short film. Actually, it was a TV sitcom he said he made. It wasn't a sitcom. It was terrifying or, or weird called Rabbits. Now, I don't know if anybody has seen Rabbits. I, I can't even describe it. It's so bizarre. And like I said, I'd never seen it before. And as far as I could tell, you know, it was something that Lynch did in 2002. And I think some of the people that were in it were s- the same actors that were in Mulholland Drive. Lynch said it was a sitcom, but there was nothing funny about it. It was a 15 minute, well, it's a long, it's done in sections, but I, I watched the 15 minute short of actors in creepy rabbit suits speaking in disjointed words out of context. And there's a lot of strange sounds behind them. And every once in a while in the creepy short, there would be a, a line being made by the wife, the, the wife rabbit, this rabbit, and, and it would make people laugh. And then the husband rabbit would walk in through the doorway and he'd stand there and people would applaud and then he'd say all these crazy disjointed things. And then it would it, it was just bizarre. And I want to give I don't want to give away the whole thing because if you want to sit down and watch it, if you can endure 15 minutes of something that you're like thinking, what the hell am I watching? It's like a nightmare. It it makes no sense, but yet it gives you the creeps. I mean, it's the stuff of strange nightmares. And I thought it was kind of interesting that someone said, It's the year of the rabbit, watch this. And so I did. I mean sure i'll give it a watch i'll see what it is (laughs) believe me i i was creeped out by this i mean the film was so weird that apparently uh it was used by the university of british columbia psychologists to induce a sense of existential crisis they used the film to take test subjects and give them uh, a feeling of crisis by watching that's how effectively scary it was or bizarre if you will